Petty Jean State Bank presents I Remember When, the radio series featuring the late B. Jack Wilson that aired on KVOM Radio in the 1990s. Petty Jean State Bank's all-new free mobile app makes local banking fast, simple, and secure. You can check your balance, deposit checks, pay a bill, transfer funds, and more, all from your mobile device. Transactions are fast, and the app is simple to use. Best of all, it's secure, because Petty Jean State Bank is committed to you and your peace of mind. Online banking customers can download the free P. JSB app today from the App Store or Google Play. It's just another way that Petty Jean State Bank is right in town, always in touch. Petty Jean State Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Our guest in the studio this morning is B. Jack Wilson, our uh, resident historian. Today, folk medicines, old-timey medicines, and uh, you, you've got a better solution to keep kids at home than the Little Rock daytime curfew. What was that we were talking about? Well, uh, Rich, Rich, we were talking about some of the folks having trouble keeping their teenagers at home and the old-time remedies that we used to have to keep teenagers at home. If uh, if you give your kids a, a, a dose of castor oil <laughs> or, or some Epsom salts, you're going to keep them at home at least for a while. So that's one of the problems now. There's, uh, there's no uh, saturation point when it comes to controlling young people but there is a remedy if they'll apply it. Oh, what I'm going to talk about this morning, Rich, is um, uh, Bill Matthews, white drugstore uptown, which is, by the way, the only drugstore we've got left in town, or the old-time drugstore. Only thing Bill needs up there is a soda fountain. He's got two good-looking young ladies working for him up there that would make ideal soda jerks. There's no place in Marlton that a man can go in and get an old-time malted milkshake or a cherry phosphate or a fountain Coke. So we need that. So I'm just dropping that hint to Bill. Uh, But these folk medicine, Bill has in his store uptown uh, a display of old-time medications that people used 50, 60, 70 years ago, and some of them were very effective. I've got a list of them here that um, that we were talking about a few minutes ago, and it might be familiar to some people, and some of it would be strictly they never heard of it. Like uh, uh, they use a boiled poke root. Some of the old timers, that would cure the seven-year itch. In other words, it would burn you up. It, it, if you got the, if you got the itch on your arms or any part of your body, uh-huh. you'd uh, make a solution, take poke roots out of the field and boil like it, poke salad, and and put and apply it to that itch. Well, I don't know which was worse, the itch or the burning, but it would cure the itch. At least to make you forget about the itch anyway. It'd make them forget about the itch. Uh, most people, a lot of people now, they can they can still remember uh, calomel, where you'd uh, take a round of calomel in the spring. Your folks would give you calomel for a week, and then they'd end it up because they was afraid you'd get salivated. And salivated means that that calomel had a certain amount of of poisonous material in it. It was supposed to cure you, keep you from being bilious. Now, who in the world ever hears that word now, bilious? But anyway, you had to take a dose of castor oil to follow up the calomel to keep from getting salivated. Well, the younger generation now would say, well, what's salivated? Well, salivated is where that medication affected the gums in your mouth. 
And if you didn't clear that medication out of your system. What was that medication for? That was for biliousness. What is biliousness? Bilious. That's the younger generation. Well, that's spring fever and lackadaisical attitude towards work, especially work. It, it, It created a lot of laziness in young people at that time. Then we had uh, 666 with quinine. They still some of that in uh, in circulation now. Castor oil. Now they eased up on castor oil a little bit because they began to put a little flavoring in it. But it still went down the same way, and usually it was caused it caused uh, quite a bit of gagging. We had cocoa quinine. Now one of the favorite medications that most people most old mamas kept in the medicine cabinet at home was paragoric have you ever heard of paragoric i think so paragoric was a was a liquid and it actually it was a it was a a a dope and i think the base of paragoric was opium but in that day and back 60 70 years ago if a kid turned up with a bellyache, they'd put a few drops of paragoric in a little glass and, and add water to it, and you'd drink that, and you'd have instant relief. Now, it wasn't, <laughs> that, it, it wasn't that it cured the indigestion, but at least it made your nervous system relax to where you could stand it. But paragoric was a standard medication. Epsom salts. Of course, Epsom salts was a laxative in one way, and as we was talking a while ago, in another way, they use it as a as a soak. You know, uh, uh, Epsom salts dissolved in hot water. If you've got a sprained ankle, there isn't much anything better than that. You mentioned salted meats and steaks for for bruises and yeah. bumps and stuff. Well, if of course they didn't, they used a different kind of salt when they salted meat. Uh, Epsom salts is quite different from the salts that you use on meat. Now you're talking about use fat salted meat. You use that where a kid going barefooted and he got a bruise on his foot and it set up what we used to call a stone bruise. Well, they'd put a piece of fat meat and bind it against that bruise and that would draw it to a head to where your dad could go get his old uh, straight razor and he would lance it. You know, open it up. He didn't have to take it to the doctor. Of course, the rest of the family would hold you down while that was going on. Right. Uh, anesthetics are overrated. Anesthetics. Anyway, right? uh, well, anesthetics were not very common back then. Use a little bit of that opium. That might uh, well, calm you down. Well, you paragoric. <laughs> if you take enough paragoric uh, and mustard plaster. Go ahead and cut the whole ankle off, Dad. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. That. <laughs> but you take uh, now. You know, they advertise vapor rub to open up congested nasal passages. Well, back years ago, they used uh, what they call a mustard plaster. And uh, it was home remedies, and it was home remedies to the extent that the doctors that we had back in those days, they were pretty adept at, at applying those home remedies. And by the way, doctors were very popular they were the last resort. You took these home remedies first, and then if you were at the point of death and you just had to have a doctor, you'd call a doctor. The hospitals, we didn't have a hospital here in Marlton until around 19 and old 25 or somewhere. But people people were so, so 
they cared so much for their doctors that a lot of people, it was very popular to name a newborn boy after the doctor. Mm -hmm. I've got a nephew named Thomas Logan that was named after old Dr. Logan that was in practice here about 70 years ago. And different boys in the, in the town would be named after the family doctor. Oh, there's a lot of them. We had uh, coloil for antiseptic. That's what you'd call coloil. Uh, uh, Harold Nichols that's on the staff here at KVOM, he, he knows about coloil. Now they call it kerosene. Well, well it's, it's still coloil. You've got cloverine salve and uh, silver nitrate swabs for sore throat. And, uh, and I, most of the listening audience don't even know what axle grease is. Did you ever hear of axle grease? Uh, other than what you put on a trailer or something to keep the wheels turning? You on the wagon to keep them from screeching. Right. That's it? Well, I've got it. I've got no, I mean, is that, is that what you're talking about, about axle grease? or Axle grease? Axle grease was about the same thing as uh, cloverine. How about this uh, extract of, of cactus? Oh, extract. Tequila Sunrise no, you were okay. talking about. Okay, Bill's, Bill's, Bill's got some extract of cactus in a bottle from a drugstore that was in business here at that time. And this was a potent, a potent uh, tranquilizer, I guess you'd call it. But it's liquid, and you add equal parts of water to extract of cactus, and it made about a 75-proof tequila. So it was a big seller in the drugstores at that time. And, I guess so, yeah. And, and Bill also has up there, he has a part of a bar of lye soap. That, and some of the 16- and 18-year-old girls in the listening audience have probably made lye soap, I'm sure. So... That's about all I can say for today. All right. Get well, with it. You did good because we're out of time anyway, B. Jack. B. Jack Wilson, our historian. I guess we'll uh, see you the last Tuesday of next month. Go ahead and pencil it in. I'll go ahead and put it in ink on your calendar. We'll, we'll look forward to seeing you next month. Hopefully. Right. If, I, if I'm still around. I don't say that. B. Jack Wilson, our guest this morning on Close Up. Our news watch will continue in just a minute. Thanks for listening to I Remember When, the radio series featuring the late B. Jack Wilson that aired on KVOM Radio in the 1990s. Presented by Petty Jean State Bank.